Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Baby Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.dcmp.org slash learn slash 658 to enter. And keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Hispero's presentation on JAWS 2021. Today we have with us Eric Damery from Hispero, and he will be discussing the new features of JAWS. And uh, if we have time, we will take questions. So I just want to go over with you on how to raise your hand. To raise your hand on a PC, it is Alt-Y. To raise your hand on a landline, it is Star 9. To raise your hand on the app, which is uh, for your smartphones. It's in the middle, and it's on the bottom of the home screen, and you just double-tap on that. To raise your hand on a Mac, it is option Y. So without any more delay, I'd like to introduce Mr. Eric Damery. Well, thank you, Lynn. You can hear me okay? Yes. Great. It's uh, wonderful to be here. Happy New Year to everyone. This is, I think, my first webinar or meeting out in the public since the first of the year. So I hope everybody had a, a good holiday and a good break. Um, welcome to 2021, right? So I thought we, we just did a, a new release this week, and I will get to talking about some of the things in that release. Um but first, I wanted to just kind of go over uh, 2021 in general and uh, go over the schedule. I see quite a few uh, names on the list of participants that I know are uh, longtime users. So some of this stuff might be boring for some of you, but uh, just to cover it, we released the 2021 versions of JAWS Fusion and Zoom text the first week or so there in November, uh, first half of November, which was a couple of weeks later than we normally do. And uh, because of that, we ended up not releasing a December update for the 2021 version. It just came out um, earlier this week, actually. So uh, if you've gotten the original install of 2021, you should have gotten an announcement when you restarted it this week telling you about a new version, a new update for that 2021, and we encourage you to get that. Now, if you're still running the 2020 version, um, you should be able to verify if you've got authorization. You might want to check that first. Uh, for 2021, and if you do, you can go to our website and download and, and install the latest 2021 version. 
if you install the one from our download page today, you are getting this week's update. So you don't have to update it afterwards. You'll get the new one. Um, if you're not authorized for the 2021 version yet, you didn't have an SMA in place and you haven't purchased the upgrade for it, you could still install the 2021 version, but it'll just run in 40-minute mode. And if you want to go back and keep running your 2020 by default, have it run automatically. Um, if you just shut down 2021, restart 2020, go through the startup wizard or go to the options menu under basics and set up that version to start automatically and it will switch it back. Uh, and if you get stuck with this because you've installed one and you're not sure what's going on, please don't hesitate. Reach out to support and they can help uh, help you get that set up to work. Now, one of the changes, if we've got any Zoom text users or Fusion users, one of the new changes that we put in for Zoom text this time was the ability for it to use the settings from a prior version. Uh, this wasn't the case in earlier versions. Now, JAWS users have this thing called migrate your settings. So if you're running 2020 and you install 2021, 2021 detects that there's an earlier version and asks you, would you like to migrate your settings forward? And you can choose to do so or not. Um, I think most of us bring those things forward because there are things that you don't always remember what you've changed. Well, that's that's particularly true for Zoom text users, especially those who are not as sophisticated, uh, connected to the internet. Um, and so, for Zoom text, if we see that you've got an earlier version installed. Um, of 2020, when you installed your 2021, we take the settings from 2020 and we bring them into your 2021. So it'll it'll feel and look the same as the other version. And um, I know from talking with the support staff about it this week that it turns out this was a very good move because the, I asked them, I said, has this been helpful? And they said, huh, we don't really know. What do you mean? Has it been helpful? I said, are you getting a lot of phone calls from people asking you to help them set up their new version? And he said, no, we're not getting it this time. And it's because the settings are being brought in automatically. So I think that was a good move. If you do know somebody who's running a, a last year's Zoom text and they were wondering about getting the new one, you can let them know that their settings will just be pulled in automatically. Um, that may be something we start to consider for JAWS in the future as well. I think it makes sense. Um, so talking about a couple of the key things that changed in 2021, uh, first and foremost, we added the voice assistant. For those of you who use JAWS, there is a word uh, related to JAWS, I hate to even say it because you all know what will happen. Uh, those of you who have uh, JAWS running, uh, if you say the wake word, which begins with an S and ends with an archy, uh, S-H, archy. And, uh, and those of you who run Zoom text, your wake word begins with a Z and it's umi. And, uh, 
what happens is your computer will be listening for that wake word, kind of like Alexa does. When it pops up, you can then give it a command. Uh, you can ask it to do something for you. You might ask it to, if you're running JAWS, you might ask it to talk faster or talk slower. Um, if you're running Zoom text, you might ask it to increase magnification or turn magnification off for the moment. So it's a quick way of toggling it on and off. And then there are other things that we've put in, like asking the system what time it is or what the date is. And in the future, we'll continue to evolve this. One of the the ones that I've wanted to put into uh, Voice Assistant was the ability to, I want to select a block of information. Well, there are ways to do that now. If you're in a Word document or you're on a web page and you reached a part of that page where you say, oh, I want to grab this section of my document or I want to grab this section of the web page and copy it to my clipboard and take it somewhere and use it in an email or save it off in, in a document somewhere else. And so what a sighted person does is they spot that point, they point the mouse at the beginning, and then they just drag the mouse down the page till they've reached the ending point where they know they want to stop the selection. And it highlights everything, and they right-click and and copy, or they do a Control-C at that point, and they've got the text on the clipboard. Well, if you don't see the screen or you don't see much of the screen because you're magnifying it, the pointing and clicking and dragging to a point becomes uh, quite difficult. And so the way we tend to select text is by holding down the Shift key and moving through the text, either by character, by word, by line, by paragraph, and you're basically selecting. And if you always hold the shift down while you're doing it, it's selecting the block. But this can be a little complicated because you don't quite know where you want to select to. You know you don't want to have to listen to every line as you're selecting. You'd like to be able to just move down, find that last line, and then tell it, select all of this. So we built a feature into JAWS in order to do that. You basically drop a place marker at the starting point of the selection. And the starting point could either be the, the top of the selection or it could be at the bottom of the selection because you can select either direction. But you drop the place marker at one end of where the block will be selected from. And then you move to the other end that you want to select up to or down to, depending on which way you're going. And you put your cursor in the right location where you want that block to go. And you do the keystroke insert spacebar, which is the layered command, and M to say mark it. And then it basically selects all the text between your place marker and the point of your current cursor location. And at that point, you can copy it and take it to the clipboard. Now, this was a long way of saying it's kind of complicated. You have to know a couple of different keystrokes, and maybe it could be easier. Uh, and I think we could use Voice Assistant to make it easier by you move to the spot where you want to start selecting, and you'd basically use your wake word and say, start text selection. And then you would keep on reading 
And when you get to the point where you want to end, you'd use the wake word again. You'd say stop selection and put it on the clipboard. And it would highlight it all and put it on the clipboard for you. Then you would have it and you could go somewhere else. So that would be an easy way. And those are the kinds of things that we want to build into voice assistant uh, for the future to make it easier and make it easier to teach people how to do some of these more advanced things. Because this is a very important thing. I mean, this is the beauty of uh, uh, what you see is what you get. WYSIWYG interface and the mouse, uh, it's what made it so great for sighted people to be able to use computers. And we need to keep coming up with easier solutions for the visually impaired user. Um, so voice assistant is one of those features. And the way it really works is when you say something, the only thing we listen for is the wake word. And then when we're awake uh, and you say something, we take that information, it gets sent up to the cloud, and it gets processed up there by some uh, technology that Microsoft and Google provide that we pay for. And that information is processed, uh, interpreted, and then sent back to JAWS uh, in, in a form that we can then run a script on it. And the beauty of this is that we don't have to install all of this technology on your computer. We're taking advantage of some of the powerful technology that Microsoft and Google provide up in the cloud to do this stuff. The, the advantage to that, obviously, is that you don't have to have all of it installed. Uh, the disadvantage is there can be a, a bit of a lag uh, depending on how your connection is um, with how quickly this can happen. Um, for those of you who use Microsoft Word, you may realize that you can run Word from the cloud or you can install it on your computer and run it locally. And uh, I always run it locally, and I suspect that most of you always run it locally. And the main reason uh, is performance. It's much more responsive, especially if you're using a screen reader to give you information about what you're reading or the text or how it's formatted and things like that. Uh, it's much more responsive from, for the screen reader and for screen magnification software if it's running locally than if it's running in the cloud. Now, I use the cloud to store my documents. That's very useful because then when I go from device to device, I can use my documents out of the cloud uh, off the internet, but I always run my applications installed on my computer. And uh, so that's a, a little bit about voice assistant and a little education about the cloud if you didn't quite understand uh, what that is in the in the past, and hopefully I can put some of these things in layman's terms so you understand what's going on and why things are slower. One of the other features that we uh, built in was a big change for PictureSmart. Now, PictureSmart is a feature that we've had in for a little bit now, and it too uses the cloud. And the way it works is <clears throat> you may have image files, maybe photographs that somebody has taken on their phone and emailed them to you. And if you take those pictures, uh, if there's no text in it, of course, running OCR on it wouldn't really help much because it's just a picture. 
And uh, PictureSmart allows us to take that image, send it to the cloud, have it processed by Microsoft services, and then send a description of the picture back to you. And then JAWS delivers it to you and lets you read it. This is in JAWS, and it's available in Fusion because it's in JAWS. This is not something that's in Zoom text at this point. But uh, the way that feature works is if you've if you've got a picture and if you haven't tried it yet, you can try this. This is a this is be a good test for you. Have somebody that you know uh, take a picture of something and send it to your email address. And when you get it in your email, you might just save it down to your picture folder uh, in Windows Explorer so you know where it is. Keep your pictures in one spot. And then go into Windows Explorer with Windows E, move to that folder. Uh, There's a folder in Windows Explorer called Pictures where a lot of pictures get stored. And uh, move into that folder, find the file that they sent you. And a lot of times these things are named strangely, like JPG and some number. But uh, you find the file that they sent you in your email that you saved. And while you're sitting on the file, you do the following keystrokes. Insert spacebar, and that's the JAWS command to go into the layered mode. And then we're going to look at pictures, so it's on the letter P. So you do insert space, then you press a P, and you'll hear it say picture smart. And then you press the letter F for file, and it knows that it's looking at the file that you are sitting. You must be sitting on at the moment. And so it takes that file that you have the PC focused on, and it sends that file up to the cloud. It gets processed sends the information back, and it opens it up in our results viewer in JAWS and lets you read through and get a description of what that picture is. At that point, if it's something you were going to save, you might choose to name the file differently so you'll remember what it is in the future, make it easier. Now, sometimes the descriptions are good, and sometimes they're not so good. Sometimes you might want to get a little more information. And in the bottom of the description, there's an option there to say uh, more details. And if you press enter on that link, it'll redo it. And this time it'll send it through a couple of services and maybe give you better results back. Now, one of the nice things about PictureSmart is that it's got uh, OCR capability too. So let's say somebody took a picture of a newspaper article or a sign or something like that. And And that picture, maybe they were standing there uh, and somebody took a picture of them, but over their shoulder, there was a sign on a building. So there'll be some text in the picture. When the picture smart processes it, it'll also OCR that um, text and it will embed that in the description. So not only will it describe a person, it'll also read some text and sometimes it's a Sometimes it's unrelated to what you're really trying to look at. It can be strange. But anyway, that's a bit about Picture Smart. Now, you can also use Picture Smart with something that you're taking a picture of, for instance, with the Pearl camera. Or it might be something that's on your computer screen, an image on the, the computer screen that doesn't um, uh, that, that isn't read to you automatically that you want to take a picture of. And uh, and you can do that now. And 
in Facebook, this is particularly interesting. So if you run across images that are on someone's Facebook feed while you're browsing on the Internet, you can move the virtual cursor of that image and you can bring up the context menu. Um, Shift F10 or the Windows context key. And then you can move down through the context menu and you'll find um, something related to picture smart right in your context menu. And you can choose enter there and it'll send that image up, get it described and send you the description back. So that's a bit about picture smart. It's a nice feature. If you haven't experimented with it, please do so. If you want some help remembering the steps, if you go into uh, the Freedom Scientific homepage under Software Updates, where you find JAWS 2021, you press Enter on that link, and it will take you to our homepage, and then you can move down using the letter H by headings to find the one about Picture Smart, and then read down through there, and it'll give you the keystrokes and tell you a lot of the things that I just explained to you. It'll help get you started. Now, I'd like to talk about one of the new features that we just released in this new 2021 update. And for those of you who are on Zoom, I think you're going to find this beneficial. Um, one of the things that I've noticed and I've had others share with me uh, a concern, especially since COVID started and we were, we all found ourselves out here on Zoom or Teams or Skype uh, in meetings. Um, I was I happened to be talking to a, a gentleman, someone I've, I know from California, who's actually the head of folk rehab out there, and he's a JAWS user. And he has been sharing information with me for the past few years. We've gone back and forth, and he's he, he's very insightful, and he always gives me good information about, you know, what would make his job easier. And he's a very busy guy. And so I always try and listen to that because he really pushes the, the envelope in using this stuff. So he's written to me this year, this past year, and, and he shared with me how now that he's on Zoom and meetings all day long, he needs to multitask more. And so he wants to be able to listen to the meeting but he still wants to be able to navigate his computer and work on something or find something or review something else while he's listening to the meeting. And he's not a Braille user. He only uses speech. And if JAWS is talking at the same level as the system is speaking, uh, as he's navigating, JAWS tends to be stomping on the person he's listening to. And those of you who are on this meeting probably know the same situation is true for you. Sometimes if you're trying to do something, maybe you're trying to get into the chat and fill out a, a chat message. And if JAWS is speaking at that same volume that you're listening to me, you don't hear me. It, it They tend to interrupt each other quite a bit. So it'd be helpful to change the volume. Now, you can change volumes for things, but you have to go into control panel. You have to know where you're going. And just the act of doing it is kind of stomping on things. And it's not that easy to get to. And most users don't know how. And frankly, if you were using eloquence, it didn't always work anyway. 
So we've fixed all of that. And uh, if you've installed the latest 2021 build from this week, you can now try this out. So uh, if you're running JAWS right now and you do an insert spacebar, you'll hear the layered command. And then you do the letter V as in volume. And you'll hear it say volume. And then you have two options. Now, you can adjust your JAWS volume using the letter J to get to the JAWS volume, or you can adjust your system volume. If I'm too loud and you want to turn me down, you'd use the letter S for system volume. <clears throat> and then you can do the up and down arrow, right or left arrow. Those go in small increments. Or what I use is page up and page down, to increase and decrease the volume at, I think it goes in 10% increments. Um, and it won't go any lower than 10%. You can max it out, so make sure you're going in the right direction because you don't want it to get too loud. But uh, you can lower it down and then have JAWS maybe speak at a lower volume than I'm talking. So you can hear a little bit of JAWS in the background, just enough to know as you're navigating to get where you want to go, uh, and that could be helpful. So be sure to try that one out. I think that's a, a good aid. Now, when you change the volume of your JAWS or your system in this fashion, it is making that change uh, so that it will stick. So as you start to navigate around on your computer and go from application to application, the volume of JAWS will remain low, and if after the call you decide after the meeting, you get off the, of Zoom and you decide, oh, I, I need to make JAWS louder again. You can always just go right back in, insert space, V, J, and then turn it up a little bit. Um, if you reboot your computer, your volume will also remain at the same levels uh, that it was at when you'd set it there uh, in your previous session. So it does stick across sessions. So I hope you find that useful. In the future, we'll also look at the possibility of allowing you to set volume on other applications and not just on JAWS and the system. So you'd be able to do JAWS. You'd be able to have a different volume for YouTube and a different volume for Zoom and a different volume for your system. Um, so we'll look at, at getting that added into the future. Now, one of the other things we've done there's been a feature in JAWS for quite a while uh, of allowing you to select which sound card would be used by JAWS. Um, one of the things that it didn't have was the ability to select which microphone would be used by JAWS. And the microphone in particular for voice assistant now can be very useful. Uh, I might be in a... Uh, I might be in a, a meeting like this, and um, I might want to be able to also use voice assistant during the meeting without um, triggering the voice assistant. So uh, I set up I can set up Jaws or voice assistant to use the microphone that's on the PC and have. Uh, my headset microphone be used for Zoom. And if I do that, 
Uh, I can then mute my microphone that I'm using in my Zoom. I can mute my Zoom meeting, but I can still use voice assistant because the voice assistant's listening to a different microphone. And so that's a change that we just put in uh, for the 2021 update this week. In order to set that one up, you have to go into um, setting center and go to voice assistant and you'll find the control in there to tell it which microphone you want the voice assistant to be using. And you can make the change right in, right in there. So before I stop and take questions, uh, I'm going to tell you uh, about a feature that has been in JAWS for quite a while. People have asked about this and I've always struggled trying to answer it. And so this is actually something I just kind of learned because I did some further investigation this week. And so maybe this is something that you all understand, but I'm going to try and explain this and simplify it the best I can. I'm going to work with the training department to do a blog about it and do a better explanation, but I'll give it a go here. In JAWS for Windows, we have typing echo. Uh, you can have typing echo set to characters, which is the default, so that every character, uh, all the text that you're typing is being entered in uh, automatically. That's the keyboard echo. You can also set that to words, characters, and words or none. So there's four options there. And in order to toggle that, you use the JAWS key and the number two on the on the number row. So if you hold down the JAWS key and hit the two on the number row, you'll hear it say words, characters and words, none, and then back to characters. And whichever one you stop on is how it's going to echo at that point. And, uh, a user had written in uh, during the beta cycle of 2021 and complained that he used Word Echo, and he noticed that the quotation mark when he would uh, be typing was being echoed whenever he hit the quotation mark. He didn't hear periods. I mean, he heard periods and everything else, but he was now hearing quotation marks, and he said, when I ran 2020 and earlier versions, I never heard the quotations being echoed as I was typing. And uh, upon further investigation, we determined he's right. But the problem was in 2020. We used to not echo quotations, even though um, punctuation was set to be echoing. And uh, so something changed in the 2021 cycle and actually fixed that. And that's why he was hearing the quotes. But it was a different, different behavior, and he thought it was a bug, so he reported it. Now, as we debated this one, because sometimes these things lead to a bunch of debates, we started f trying to figure out, well, how do you stop punctuation from being echoed when you're running in word echo? Because you might not want punctuation. Um, and it would be good to be able to turn that off and realize that punctuation is not really um, typing echo. Uh, it's not characters. It's not words. They're symbols. That's how we view punctuation. So if you want to turn off punctuation, yet keep your 
typing echo on characters and words, but not have it type or not have it echo when you press any of the punctuation, like commas and periods and quotes and parentheses and all of that stuff. Um, you can do this, but it's a setting you'd have to go and turn on, and I'll tell you where to go. You uh, go into the settings center, and then I tend to load the default file, but this might be something you want to change by application. So if you just wanted to make the change in Outlook or just wanted to make the change in Word, you could do it there. Uh, in the setting center, but I, I change it by default. Uh, I tend to do it that way. And then if I find that I like something and I just want to make it application specific, I turn the default one back off and then do the application. Uh, when you're in the setting center, search for the word manage or search for the word key label in the list. And you're looking for a choice called manage key label. And when you get down there, if you press F6, you'll tab over and you got to find the Manage Key Label button. It actually opens up a dialog box. You go into the Manage Key Label dialog, and at that point, you uh, can go down in the list and search for symbols. And when you find symbols, hit the space bar, and that mutes the symbols. And punctuation is actually all symbols. So at that point, no matter how you set your keyboard echo, whether it's characters, words, or characters and words, you'll only hear text and numbers as you type. You won't hear the punctuation. Now, you can also uh, make it so that you don't hear any uh, typing echo, but you still hear numbers. There's a way to turn numbers on uh, when you're typing, and that could be good too. You might not want to hear characters as you're typing, but if you start pressing numbers, like on a numeric keypad, you want to listen to the numbers, and you can get those to echo. So that's all in Manage Key Label, and it's a pretty uh, unique feature. Now, remember that when you turn punctuation off so that you won't hear it when you're typing, if you're arrowing through your text and reading text, it will you'll still hear the punctuation as you land on it with the arrow key. And if you set punctuation to most or all punctuation in the uh, voices dialog box, that means that when you're reading your text, you'll hear it spoken. But uh, so what I'm talking about is, is when you type, when you're typing it, not when you're reading it. So there are two different things there. So hopefully I haven't totally confused you. And for those of you who have experimented around with some of this, maybe this will help you do a little more experimentation. Greg, you may now unmute. Hi, Eric. How are you? Great. Greg, how are you? Good. And Lynn, you're doing a great job, by the way. And um, so wonderful. Um, two quick things. I'll try to keep them both really quick. Um, so... Um, I've been having a problem, and this could not be a JAWS problem. It could be a Greg problem. But um, I, ever since I downloaded the new update, my um, text, my web addresses have been autofilling. So, for instance, I'll go into m.twitter.com, and it'll tell me every single character that I type. Is that a... And it just started doing this after I downloaded. Is that yep. a typing echo issue or what? It's, well, first of all, it's not a Greg issue. Okay. It's a, it's a JAWS change. 
Okay. Um, by default, we were not reading these things as they populate, and we are doing it now. Um, as if if it automatically fills in as you're typing, as soon as it fills in, it'll announce it. If it if you keep typing it and it's not changing, you won't hear it continue. It shouldn't continue to announce that change. Only if whatever is in the address bar is changing as you're typing. Okay. And and the reason we believe we you would want this is like when I go to a browser and I type in um, if I start typing Freedom Scientific, as soon as I get to FR, it usually populates freedomscientific.com. Right. And at that point, I can just press enter. If I hear it echo freedomscientific.com, as soon as I'm typing, I, I hear it echo. Okay. I know okay. I could just press enter. And that's yeah. why we want to do it. Okay. Okay. Um, can I ask one more quickie? And sure. this is just a quick one. And because I won't go into the specific problem I'm having with Google Sheets. Um, but is there, um, is there a training on, um, I'm using a Google Sheet that I have not created and just having tons of problems, tons of issues with it. Um, do you guys have a training on, uh, Google Sheets that I can specifically Google Sheets? I know Google Docs, but do you have a, I don't. I am not certain if we've got one posted on Google Sheets because you're right. We did do Google Docs for sure. I think they might have done something on Sheets, and if they didn't, I encourage you to write to the training department. Okay. And Elizabeth um, or Rachel, someone on the team, they'll be happy to help you out. And you know, the more people ask about particular things, the more likely it is that we'll get to it and get it posted. So if you write into training at Vespero.com and share with them what you're trying to accomplish, that you wanted some help, and ask them if they've got anything or got some time to help answer your questions. They'll probably be more than happy to step in and, and do that. Thanks, Eric. And everybody really needs to download um, the newest version because S-H-A-R-K-Y is really cool, especially <laughs> if you ask it to tell you jokes. So, And I know <laughs> Lynn, our host, would really like that, would really like some jokes from uh, from from Jaws, from Vespero. So, yes, uh, and they're all politically correct and clean. Yes, yes. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Greg. All right. Thanks, Greg. Um, Mitchell, you may unmute. Hi, Mitchell. Hey, uh, thanks for the volume feature. For which one? The volume feature, yeah. Yeah. And Good. I was thinking about another key thing for the voice assistant. Mm-hmm. Safely re- remove hardware in the system tray if people don't know how to find it. That'd be a good one to put in there. So describe to me what you would expect. You would ask it if it's safe to remove? Ask it safely remove safely remove hardware, and would open the dialog for people to eject their devices. Ah, I see. I'll make I'm making a note, and I would encourage you to try it in Sharky. Not that it's oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say the word. I try to be very careful about that. <laughs> um, you you can if you try these things. Uh, and try them multiple times because one of the things that does get collected when you're using something like this is we're keeping track of what people ask it, not 
we don't keep track of who you are or where you are, but we keep track of the, the phrases that are provided to it so that we can start to, to get a better assessment of what are the kind of things that people want to be able to do. So don't hesitate to ask it once in a while. And these things also will not require um, releases in the future in order for you to get them. These things that it's going to be listening for are all done in the cloud, and these are things, changes that we can be putting in on the fly. So you may not even get an update of JAWS, and all of a sudden one day something like that might start to work. Oh, okay. But uh, can't promise anything on it. But don't hesitate to, if it's something you do all the time and you always want wish uh, the voice assistant would do that. Then while you're doing it, always wake it up and say it too, so that uh, they know what you're trying to accomplish. All right. Thanks. Yep. All right, Christina, you may unmute. Hey, um, hi, hi, Eric. Hi. This has been wonderful. First of all, I just want to compliment. Freedom Scientific on the module training for teachers. It is amazing. That's great to hear. I'll pass that along. Thank you. My question is when you were talking about this um, text selection, is that something that we have now or that's coming? Uh, that's something, the voice assistant piece we do not have now, but the rest of it you do have. Um and so you can do it in Word, you can do it in an email message, you can do it on the web, uh, in your browser. Uh, you can drop, you drop a place marker at the beginning point of the uh, selection. And then you can, do you use place markers at all? Have you, have you ever used no, them before? No, but I, I'd like to. So where would I find that in the, in the training? Well, so one of the things I would encourage you to do, let me teach you another feature. Do you ever use the JAWS command search? Yes. Okay, because the command search is the right place to go find these things. If I, if I tell you lots of keystrokes, then uh, you'll never remember them. If I teach you how to use the command search, you'll always be able to go find them yourself to practice. Right. So if you use command search, and that for those of you who haven't been using it, it's insert space and the letter J as in JAWS. And it brings up like a little Google search within JAWS for you to find features. And so what I encourage you to do if you wanted to try this feature out, let's say you're in a on a web page or something, move to the place where you believe you want to start uh, selecting. And then you'll need to drop a place marker. So to, to learn how to drop a place marker, you do insert space J mm -hmm. and then type the word place marker mm -hmm. and you'll get results back and you'll find one for inserting a temporary place marker and, uh, and you'll see what the keystroke is to do that. And uh, so you can issue the keystroke or you can just press enter on the item while you're in command search and it will drop a, a temporary place marker at that spot. And then you just keep on moving through the web page and find the location where you want to uh, mark that uh, or complete the selection. And you can use the JAWS command search again. And I think if you search for the word select, you'll find the feature that talks about mark for selection or something like that. I can't remember. And maybe Larry will 
will uh, check on this and and he can refresh my memory on command search what that would be called but i think if you search for the word select you'll find it mm-hmm. and the key and the keystroke for that one is pretty easy you want to mark the text at that point insert space and m for mark oh okay so try that one out uh and experiment with it cuz it's a great tool and it is something that you know people that are gathering information uh can can take advantage of. I just have one more question. Thank you. With mm-hmm. I'm finding with, and I probably it's a Windows thing or a Google thing, but when you're in a web page and all of a sudden it auto starts auto filling and it you can't get out of it, and you try to do Control F four to control you know to get out of the window and it bounces you totally out of where you are. So so describe this one more time. Start that over again. If you're in a web page, and let's say, I'm sorry, if you're going to fill out a form, Mm -hmm. you know, and it auto starts auto filling. Yes. Yes, I know what you mean. And I, I, here's what I think you want to do. Yeah, like, and so for instance, let me try and give an an example of the case. So um, you're filling out a phone number. Right. And you didn't realize that the thing is actually moving you from section to section. And so if it sees that it's already filled out and you try and go back there to change it, it doesn't let you or whatever. Uh, I, I think you have to shift tab back past it and then tab back into it. But it's it's generating, let's say you want to put your, your phone number. So it will automatically start entering other people's contacts and information mm-hmm. and it's in there and you have to delete it, but it's like, you can't get out of that whole layer of the page because it just keeps populating all this other information that you don't want. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is it a public page? Is there an example of a public page that you can find where you run into this problem? Well, like, like if you're doing shopping, like a shopping site, or mm-hmm. if you're filling out like a registration form. That's I see it all the time. It, it's so just, Larry, it's auto-populating Larry, addresses of people that you've used in the past. Right. Exactly. You always, you know what those addresses are because they're friends or coworkers. And it says, oh, do you want this one? And it lists about three or four and just automatically right. auto-populates. So is this a browser feature? You I think, think so. I don't think yeah. it's JAWS. I, I think, think it's, it's browser. Google that does it yep. a lot. It's sometimes more trouble than it's worth. It's sometimes it helpful, sometimes not. I didn't not. know if it, was a, if it was a JAWS fix that you could fix it or Google or whatever. But. If you shift tab and then tab back into it again, usually then you can erase it. I just want to, I just want to stop autofill because I think that would help. And, yeah. I, and I think that that might be – and you're using Chrome? Yes. That's a Chrome yeah. setting. You might want to look in the Chrome settings. You might send an email to Google to to support, you know, the Google support people. Mm-hmm. But I bet there's a Chrome setting that you can get it to stop doing that. Deborah, you may now unmute. Yeah, it looks like you've already unmuted me. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning from California. Hi, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, hey, so I'm seeing more and more websites that are using uh, clickable elements, drag and drop. Uh, do you have future plans for making some of that a little more accessible? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm sure that that stuff will become more accessible. It, it's the kind of thing, though, that will work hand in hand with 
with uh, Google and Microsoft probably to accomplish this. Why is it that clickable elements are easier to access in Chrome than in Firefox? I don't know. Hmm. I can't tell you that. <laughs> and why is it that when I go into application mode, sometimes I can't get JAWS to read anything? And sometimes it reads great. Hmm. And this is in, in Chrome? Yeah. Yeah, in Chrome. I don't know. And is it a case where it's some application that you're forcing applications mode on for? It's forcing it. You get it, It's doing it, yeah. And it goes into applications mode. Mm-hmm. And you're maybe trying to call up the menu or, you know, whatever. A lot of them have Alt F9 for the menu and Alt F10 for the toolbar. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do that and you can read it and sometimes you can't. These are, you know, a lot of website forums now. Will you? And are you saying that there's certain forms that sometimes when you do it, it works and sometimes on that same form, it doesn't? Yeah. And sometimes you can do insert escape and make it recognize it and start reading. But application mode seems very iffy. You know, you can't always trust it's going to read to you. Yeah, if you've got an example one, this would be a good one for you to write into to myself and to Glenn, maybe. I, I will because say. I think this is a probably going to be come down to it's a timing issue. Ooh, yeah. And there are some times when the things are coming across and we see what it is quicker. So it may be, you know, that we're looking, not seeing it as an application, so we don't go into applications mode and other times that, or it's really slow because everybody's accessing it. Could be, but the, probably a timing issue, especially if it happens as soon as you go into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Yep. 978, you are free to unmute. Yes, uh, this is Gerard from Boston. I just Hi. want to ask, uh, thank you for having these conference calls. They're very beneficial. And also, I wish you all a happy new year. And I already have two little questions. When you say Google Dot, is that D-O-T or D-O-S? D-O-C-S. Oh, C, oh, document. Oh, okay, all right. Google Sorry, Docs, but, yep. Yeah, when you, uh, this, uh, I didn't, I was away from the phone for a few minutes. There's 2021 uh, JAWS. Is that, you have to have Windows 10 to uh, work with uh, 21 JAWS? You don't have to. You're still running Windows 7? Yes. Yes. So you can still install 2021 on Windows 7, but not all of the features like voice assistant. Yeah. uh, Not all of these things are going to work on Windows 7. If you plan to continue using computers into the future, I would encourage you to see and seek a way of getting access to Windows 10. Yes, I plan on that. Good. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, thank you very much. All right, and enjoy the Red Sox this year. They're going to be great. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Hey, yeah. guys. Yes, this is Beth. Uh, thanks for having this presentation, Eric. Great, great um, information. I'm not a JAWS user right now, but I'm considering it. And I have a suggestion. Why not have for the voice assistant increase and decrease system volume and application volume? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good suggestion, and that wouldn't be too difficult. Yeah. And the other oh. thing is, mm-hmm. I know from from prior experience that Jaws used to have, maybe still does, a um, 
word processor and a reader for, um, oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? I can't think of it right off off the top of my head, but it, it's it, Daisy, Daisy. And yeah, I wonder if those are still up, and if not, could you could you uh, revitalize them? Thanks. Yep, FS Reader is still in the product. Um, Daisy isn't as popular as we thought it was going to be heading, um, but it is still in there. We still provide some Daisy content, and and you can still use it to read Daisy content. And the word processing program was HJPAD, and I believe that's still in. I don't think that's come out yet, but it's not been updated. I know that. Well, it it would be great for people who are a little less techy and maybe don't need Word. Right. And one thing you can use is WordPad, but HJPAD had some advantages over WordPad for sure. So, so it might not be a bad idea to consider keeping it yep. updated. Thank you. Yep. Cecilia, now you're allowed to talk. <laughs> in uh, Zoom, if you're in a Zoom meeting, is there a way to turn off all the JAWS chatter of whomever might be coming in and out of the room, especially if people are moving around and doing actions quite constantly? That's a great question. There are notifications that you can turn off and zoom. I don't know. I don't remember what the keystroke is. Windows sure Alt S. Windows, Windows Alt S. So hold down the Windows and the Alt key at the same time and press S. And if you want to silence JAWS completely, you can do an insert space S. Uh, and that, uh, in, hold down the insert key, hit space bar, and then tap the letter S, and that will uh, silence JAWS from talking as you move around if you move around at all yes i that's what i usually do so the notifications are windows alt s okay Uh, if that's it then we'll disconnect for now and vispero will be back with us next week same time same station okay more stuff about josh Uh, sounds sounds cool so we'll disconnect and thank you all. all all right thank you bye